we're back. We are. God we, bless. Yes. We it is Friday morning. As you know, not the not the peak time for me. Right. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Okay. God's here with us. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm running at half capacity right now. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? We're more of an afternoon group. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you know. Yes. But that's okay. Um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hanging in there. I have a feeling winter's over. Yes, me too. Are we going to get any rain, Robin? I don't know if we're getting any more. We're so in a drought. We had a week. Yeah. I think we had a week or two of rain. Yeah, and that's Maybe. it. Maybe. I'm not, is there one inch? Have we gotten one inch? I don't know. Well, if we're all shriveled up and dead, we'll <laughs> be in heaven with Christ. You know, if we shrivel. People be like, what happened to California? They're shriveled up. <laughs> Just never mind them. Yeah, never mind. So, you know, I don't know. It is what it is. I feel like we would be the first ones in the valley to shrivel up. Yeah. Because we're in the valley. And but we have a pool, so we may last a little longer. That's true. That's true. But then we would have to fight off people wanting to get into the liquid. Yeah. I would say we're draining that and putting it in barrels in the house. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Because you. But then you're sweating in here. Yeah. Maybe we should get a generator. I don't know. I don't know why this is even going on in our heads. Me either. It's because we get off topic. Um, oh, we do all the time. Yeah. Uh, there is another noise this morning. Yeah. Some sort of landscaping is going on across the street. I think a tree or palm tree or some arbor experiments yes. going on <laughs> across the street. Yeah, it is. Who knows? So if you hear a buzzsaw... That's what's going on. Yeah, buzzsaw. And that's the news around the neighborhood. Yeah, a buzzsaw. Yeah. Well, that's a nice name for that. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So there we go. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, otherwise nothing else. No, the, all of our children are fine. Yeah. Today. That's Isn't that all? Yeah. That's all we can focus on, to be honest. Yeah, sometimes an hour. When yeah. they were little, it'd be minutes. Like, yeah. I'm going to get through the next five minutes, Lord. Yeah. Without one boy chopping another boy's hair or, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, please, Lord, Lord, don't let them, like, fall and crack their head open. <laughs> please don't let them pull open a drawer yeah. and do something wrong. Do you remember, did you have little locks on oh, your yeah. cupboards and yeah. stuff? You know, when you get to the fifth child, you're just <laughs> like, oh, I was in the ER emergency more with him because he just, like, they, I had um, those pops, otter pops outside oh. in the summer, So, and we live in a cul-de-sac, so all those kids would run in and get a knife and go, chomp, chomp, chomp. Oh. Well, you know, he's two and goes, pomp. Oh, amen. Or not two, but he was young, and he cut his whole finger, I had to go get stitches, I'm like, you know, I should have probably took care of that for him. <laughs> Remember when he had a cast on his leg and was riding his bike and he flipped <laughs> over and broke his arm? That's so horrible. But he, he just was a, he just was an, he experienced, he, that's just who he is. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I wasn't abusing him, it's just, 
you know, I'm not going to, if he wants to ride a bike, let him ride a bike. It's, yeah. He's got a cast on. <laughs> What's going to happen to that leg? Right. That leg's going to be okay. Yeah. But now the rest, he flipped over, the arm broke, and he put a thing through his teeth. So he had stitches on, whatever. But, you know, it's fine. Yeah. He's, he's alive. Yeah. I mean, it's like when we were young. Yeah. Did you break anything? I mean, I say no. Oh, yeah. What'd you break? Yeah, yeah. I, um, my left arm was fractured. It was horrible. Oh, how'd that happen? It's such a freak. Everything that happens in, that has happened in my life that has something medical. Yeah. Has always been to the extreme. Uh-huh. It's not like, oh, it's a little hairline cut or yeah. a little hairline break. Yeah. It is a full-on fracture that they had to do surgery on twice. No. Okay, listen to this. My brother, so my brother's eight years younger than me, and uh, he had, boy, he must have been, he was young. So I was fairly young. But anyways, we were downstairs in our house, and he had one of those indoor little slides. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like three steps, and then you go down yeah. the slide. Okay. I had my socks on, oh. and I was reaching across. <laughs> I put my foot on the slide to reach across to turn off some lights. Uh-huh. Something happened. I don't, like, I must have blacked out or something. I don't know what happened. Anyways... All I know is my mom and dad come running downstairs and, and they were having some sort of like bridge party, you know, the, the, oh, yeah, the card yeah. game. And, um, they're like, nope, gotta go to the hospital right now. And yeah, it was busted. What happened? I must've, because I was wearing my sock, I must've slipped. Did you hit your head? No, it was just my arm. Do you remember falling? No, I don't. So you think you probably passed out? I think so. Yeah. And we don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, I truly don't know. You and your you and your blackouts. Well, no, it, that wasn't like a pneumonia blackout. This, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, and then when you uh, with Logan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, there's a there's a trend. And you know, you wake up and you're you have something medically wrong with you. That's right. Hi, honey. Hey, Bernie. Um, so yeah, they take me to the hospital. I had to stay there for I don't know how long because they did one surgery. And then it didn't take. So then I had to go back in for another one. And they put pins on either side of the elbow. Are they still there? No, no, no. But they were long oh, pins. Oh, they, did they come out? Yeah. It's, uh. they, pulled, they had pliers. Like when everything was healed up, they had pliers. And then I'll, I'll never forget that. And they yanked them out. We had those, the pins for a long time. Oh, my God. And so... Um, you can still, the holes, you can still see the, the holes oh where the pins gosh. were in there. Did you have a cast on? Oh, yeah. Remember old cast, how you'd get a pencil and itch? Yes. Or a hanger? Yeah, anything. Yeah. Like, get that itch. It was just gross. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, that was that forever. Was Bye, Brenny. Bye, honey. Um, and I had to have, like, physical therapy for, like, water therapy to strengthen what the arm. The I'm telling you. I am telling you. I had to start with like um, maybe one pound weight or two pound weight in the water and just get the get everything going again. Does it ever bother you? No. Uh-uh. Well, you must have had a good surgeon. Yeah. What in the world? And then I broke... I don't remember which foot it was. And then I had broken toes, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's always yeah. happening. <laughs> Who doesn't? My toe, my left pinky toe, because it broke so weird, every once, like, I can pop it out of joint. Like, it goes to, like, a... An angle. Like, a 30-degree angle. <gasps> I, poink! <laughs> and, then a, and then it pops back into place. Wow. Yeah. Good thing that's not a shoulder or something. Yeah. Popping in and out. Yeah. Or not an arm sign. <laughs> you really go, you go for the gold. Right, right. It's yeah. like, okay, if something medical is going to happen, let's really experience it. Yeah. It's probably because who you're married to. Because <laughs> God knew you'd marry him. Yeah. And he goes to the extreme in his mind. I had, so he was preparing me when I was 10. Good for God. Yeah. Good yeah. for the Lord Jesus. <laughs> He was preparing God you. was looking at my, my life map. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got to start over here. She's got to be ready by over here. All right. Let's get going. <laughs> Put in the numbers. <laughs> this is her, her codes. God's got his both bifocals <laughs> on. He's crunching numbers. Hold on. <laughs> funny. Funny, funny. I know. Anyway. Well, there you go. Oh, I guess we should start our Bible study. Yeah, should we do that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me start let us me in get prayer. Our prayer. Okay. Okay. Heavenly Father, we know that you're our refuge and strength. You're a very present help in trouble. So we will not fear. Though the earth does change and though the mountains can be shaken into the heart of the seas, Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, even when the mountains tremble with the swelling thereof, we will trust in you because you are our refuge and strength. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was very nice. Robin, I'm how old and I have trouble with my R's. <laughs> anyway. You're 53. Oh, okay. You're not 54 yet. Oh, so I am 53? Well, you haven't had your birthday oh, yet. Oh, that's right. Okay, thank you, Lord. Okay. I I had to make sure of that. Okay. Didn't we? We just figured that out, right? Yeah. Okay. But I don't know why, you know, I'm getting, you know, I'm 53. Yeah. What do we expect? I don't know. You know. Well, yeah. After a while, I don't know. It's just... I, Information just, uh. Yeah, it just goes in and out, and <laughs> you kind of listen to things. It breezes through. Yeah. And we can't find words sometimes. At least I can't. Yeah. But that's all right. It's all right. It is what it is. It is. All right, so let's get started. So technically, we're, we're working uh, on Second Samuel chapters 6 and 7, but of course we have all of the parallel verses and whatnot yes. in there. So we'll get through that. Okay. But let's do a recap of 2 Samuel chapters 1 through 5. David is was told King Saul and his son Jonathan had died. Uh, we learned about David's warriors, the three and the thirty. Abner was loyal to Ishbosheth, but had a change of heart when he was accused of sleeping with Saul's concubines. Joab didn't trust Abner and killed him. Ishbosheth was killed by uh, Banna and Recap, the brothers. Yeah. And David became king of Israel, and his men defeated the Jebusites in Jerusalem, where they were captured, 
Well, where they captured the fortress of Zion, now called the city of David. Yes. All right. Was there anything else in there that... No. Okay. No, no. Great. Okay, so first up is 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. David gathered over 30,000 elite troops in Israel to retrieve the Ark of the Covenant, which had been at Abinadab's house for 20 years. Gosh. The Ark began... So they're moving it. The Ark begins to lean a little bit. Yes. And because they're headed down the hill. And one of Abinadab's sons, Uzzah? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I say it. So he placed his hand on the ark to steady it. Yeah. And the Lord struck him dead. Yes. And David was, you know, he was angry and he was afraid of the Lord because he didn't quite know what was going on. Right. So the ark was then moved to the house of Obed-Edom of Gath for three months. Yeah. Because he was just so scared as to what what happened. Yeah. It just something. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any notes for that part? Well, I have something to say. Please, go um, ahead. Two things. That ark, they lazily, lazy, I don't know if that's a word, Yeah. put it on that cart. Mm-hmm. It should have been strapped down. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And then Uzzah. Uzzah, yeah, Uzzah, yeah. Uzzah, he was trained his whole life. Mm-hmm. You do not touch the ark. That that's you know just like King David was meant to be king, mm-hmm. he had things and his whole life he was trained. I'm gonna have I'm this is gonna be my job. We know not I cannot touch that, and if it would have hit the ground, which which I know it wasn't supposed to, but the ground was doing what it does best. Mm-hmm. It was setting there. People walk on it. The earth the ground was doing what it was supposed to do Mm -hmm. but Uzzah knew it's not like he did it and didn't know well and David knew and And David knew and it all starts with whoever was in charge Mm -hmm. setting it on that cart Mm -hmm. so you know God is is saying listen I'm faithful to my word it, we, I said, if anybody, this happens, I'm going to strike it dead. Yeah. Strike him dead. He didn't say, if it touched the ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So. Because this is the ark right. of the Lord. This is, yeah, he hovered it above it. Mm-hmm. Remember? I mean, yeah. it's in the holiest of holy. Or it's going to be, right? We haven't gotten to the temple. No, no. Because right. the temple, it hasn't been um, constructed yet. That's right. It, that's coming up. So, I mean, this is what we have to look at. This is why we have notes and do Bible studies on certain books because we learn these things like the, gosh, if you look at this and you've never read the Bible, you'd think that's so hateful. Yeah. Well, remember like, well, the first time I read it, you know, yeah, I'm not going to speak for you, but I was like, what? Yeah. He was just trying to help. Just trying to help. And and I did too. Mm-hmm. But then we had a sermon on it. Okay. And um and then it is in it's it's talked about in um Sprawl's um the something of God, the holiness of God. Mm-hmm. That that study. 
which you can find on YouTube. Um, so I remembered that. I remember him saying that, like, the earth was doing what it does best. It was doing what God told it to do. You know, yeah, yeah. just making a mind, a vision. So I was like, wow, that now that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm like you. If I didn't have a Bible with notes, yeah, I don't know how I would know anything. Right. To have a, a, such a better understanding. Oh, okay, this is the context of what's going on. Because God hasn't changed this whole time. He he laid down so... Remember... Yes. Oh. I mean, up until... God laid down so many rules and specific, very specific ways to do things. Yeah. And he didn't just do that to, just for fun and folly. No. There was a reason for it. Yeah. And there's a reason... Remember, he made lines of kings, mm -hmm. the families, the priests. Mm -hmm. I mean... This gentleman was trained. Mm -hmm. He knew. Yet someone should have put uh, tied down that ark. Oh yeah. You well, know? and David, I I don't know if this is the first time, but it seems like this is one of the first times that he didn't consult with God. Exactly. See, you pulled that out. And what I love is how you recap. Mm. It sounds just like a story. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So thank you for that. But oh. yeah. So okay, let me see if I have any notes. Okay. Now. So okay. No, thank you for um for that information. Yes. Okay, I do have. Um, okay. The Ark of God was Israel's national treasure and was ordinarily kept in the tabernacle. When the Ark was returned to Israel after a brief Philistine captivity, it was kept at Ab Abinadab's home for twenty years. David saw how God blessed Abinab. I, I, how do you say that? Abinadab? Abinadab. And he wanted to bring the ark to Jerusalem to ensure God's blessing on the entire nation. I just can't imagine the ark of the Lord. Yeah. Just staying at someone's house. I know. Like, was it, was it in the house? Was it getting dusty? What? I... Uh, so many questions regarding that, but just that it wasn't with the Israelites. I know. I, it's fascinating. Yeah. And as we know, it had to happen that way, but sure. You know, I know. I just love that. I just, yeah. I know. It's amazing. Um, did you have any other notes? One more time. Okay. Yeah. Uzzah was only trying to protect the ark. So was God's anger against Uzzah just? According to Numbers 4, 5 through 15, the ark was to be moved only by the Levites, who were to carry it using the carrying poles. They were never to touch the ark itself. The touch To touch it was capital offense under Hebrew law. God's action was directed against both David and Uzzah. David placed the ark on a cart, following the Philistines' example rather than God's commands. Uzzah, though sincere in his desire to protect the ark, had to face the consequences of the sin of touching it. Also, Uzzah may not have been a Levite. As David sought to bring Israel back into a relationship with God, God had to remind the nation dramatically that enthusiasm must be accompanied by obedience to his laws. Also, David had constant cons David had consulted with all his officials, 
but he neglected to ask God. The advice of our friends and colleagues is no substitute for God's direction. The next time David tried to bring the ark to Jerusalem, he was careful to handle it correctly. Oh. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. And the, see, I didn't know about the Levite part. I must have been, I don't know. Yeah, because they broke it down. God yeah. broke it down. I don't remember which book, but. Yeah, I mean, it had those poles on it. Mm -hmm. If you look up a picture, he didn't just put those there for nothing. Right. It wasn't just for decoration. No. It was very specific. Yes. Yeah. Okay, anything else for um, 2 Samuel 6? Um, I do have one more oh, okay. thing. <clears throat> David was angry at both God and himself. He was angry that a well-meaning man had been killed and that his plans for a joyous return of the ark had been spoiled. He undoubtedly knew that the fault was his own for transporting the ark carelessly. After cooling down, he had the ark put into a temporary storage while he waited to see if the Lord would allow him to bring it to Jerusalem. This also gave David time to consider the right way to transport the ark. The fact that God blessed the home of Obed-Edom was a sign to David that he could try once again to move the ark to Jerusalem. At least, I mean, I know he should have listened before, but at least he stopped right there and said, okay. Yeah. You know? Well, that must have been such a shock. And I know then God said, because look at his action. Put mm -hmm. in his mind, you didn't come to me. Yeah. You, you didn't know? you didn't follow what you were supposed to do here. No. So boom bang boom. Yeah. 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 Okay, so moving on to the parallel verse, 1 Chronicles chapter 13 verses 1 through 14. So it's pretty much the same, but they added uh in a few details. And yes. if Amy, would you mind reading <clears throat> verses 1 through 3? No, not at all. David consulted with all his officials, including the generals and captains of his army. Then he addressed the entire assembly of Israel as follows. If you approve, and if it's the will of the Lord our God, let us send messages to all the Israelites throughout the land, including the priests and Levites in their towns and pasture lands. Let us invite them to come and join us. It is time to bring back the ark of our God, for we neglected it during the reign of Saul. So here... You know, they specifically say that David he consulted with the officials, the generals, the captains, but not God. No. Not at all. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yes. Um, anything for, for there? I have the Ark of Our God is also called the Ark of the Covenant, the most sacred object of the Hebrew faith. It was a large box containing the stone tablets on which God had written the Ten Commandments. David had already already made Jerusalem his political capital. At this time, David brought the ark there in order to make Jerusalem the nation's center for, for worship as well. Was Aaron's staff in there? Yes. Okay. There was three things in there, right? Spices? Yeah. Okay. And the, the tablets. Yes. Okay. Um, anything else? That's all I have. Okay. So then we move on to 1 Chronicles chapter 14, verses 1 through 7. Uh, craftsmen and supplies were sent over by King Hiram. 
of Tyre to begin construction of a palace for David. And First Chronicles chapter 14, verse 2, And David realized that the Lord had confirmed him as king over Israel and had greatly blessed his kingdom for the sake of his people, Israel. That must have been amazing. Oh. He's finally, because he's gone through so much, oh. and now he's finally the king of Israel. And it's kind of affirmed, like now people are sending things. Yes. It's like he's, he's in his spot. He's, yeah, he's got it, yeah. But David also married more wives who gave birth to more children. That had to be a little bit of drama. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. Um, any notes or anything else? I do. Accumulating wives and concubines in a harem was the custom of the day among Middle Eastern royalty, but it, it was not God's ideal. David's marriage, marriages brought him greater power and influence, but they also caused strife, jealousy, and even murder within his family. There's consequences of polygamy, and that's what it even says in here, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, but they didn't poo-poo it then. No. They didn't poo-poo it. No. So, there you go. Anything else? That's all I have. Okay, so 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 17 through 25. The, Philistine, the Philistines decided to attack David when they learned of him becoming king. David turned to God for his next move. Yes. Um, anything for there? Yes. The Philistines' oppression of Israel had begun in the days of Samson. The Philistines were still Israel's most powerful enemy. Although David was once considered a friend and ally, they apparently did not a friend and ally. They apparently did not bother David while he was king of Judah alone. But when they learned that David was planning to unite all Israel, they tried to stop him. He's done so much i know my I know. gosh yeah yeah i mean just from the time that he went up against goliath i don't it just it just seems like so much has happened in his yeah. life and young mm -hmm. yes. gosh yeah anything else yes how could david get such a clear message from god he may have prayed and been urged to action by the holy spirit he may have asked God through a prophet. Most likely he went to the high priest who consulted God through the Urim and Thummim that God had told the Israelites to use for such a purpose. Anything else, Amy? That's all I have. Okay. So moving on, First Chronicles chapter 14, verses 8 through 17 is the parallel verse. And it's pretty much the same, but we learn that David ordered his men to burn the abandoned gods left by the Philistines. Whereas in the previous, in the previous verses, it just said that um, the men confiscated the abandoned idols. Yes. So there's that's a little true. bit of a, that's a big difference. Yeah, that sure is. Yeah. Uh, anything there? This is 1 Chronicles 14. Uh, yes, verses 8 through 17. Okay, I have David's quick and decisive action against idols helped unify his kingdom and focus the people on worshiping the one true God. He was obeying the law that said you must break down their pagan altars and shatter their sacred pillars. Cut down their 
Asherah poles and burn their idols. Most of David's successors failed to destroy idols, and this led to unbelievable moral corruption in Israel. Often soldiers wanted to to keep souvenirs from their battles, but David ordered them to burn the idols. The only proper response to sin is to get rid of it completely. You cannot be a follower of God while continuing to hold on to parts of your life where God is not the center of your thoughts and actions. Eliminate whatever takes God's rightful place in your life and follow him with complete devotion. That's hard to do. I don't want people to, you know, that takes a lot of time. And we're going to sin till the day we die. I was going to ask you, like, that's a long process. It is so long. And, and you know, if you're in the Bible daily, or may I suggest a, a study or a book, or get your Bible and get a commentary. Like John MacArthur's commentary is solid and sound. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Just be in the word, and that way when a sin comes into your mind, instantly the Holy Spirit says, okay, come on. Yeah. You know, I mean, this takes, it takes years and years and years. It's just, though, you're growing. See yourself growing. Yeah. That's how I feel anyway. Yeah, no, no. Um, It's a process. Yes, it is. And and don't be hard on yourself about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think the older you get, the easier it is. Well, yeah, because we don't have any much to sin about anymore. I mean, we do. We do, but it's not like gallivanting. And, you know, when you're young. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. But, I mean, yes, we still can sin as much as when we were young, this and that. But that takes a long process. Yeah, it's not just, oh, oh everything's gone overnight. Yeah. When you have a thought... Run it through the grid of the Bible, God's Word. Oh. Run it through there and say, okay, is this a fact or is this feelings? Mm -hmm. And just say, okay, I'm going to run this through. This is a true thing. I can go with this. Boom. Mm -hmm. If you, even your thoughts each day, like, okay, is this, is this a fact or feelings? Feelings are dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think about it. Oh, yeah. So... I hope that helps. That's wonderful advice. Yeah, I hope so. Well, I hope it's good advice. It is. Yeah. All righty. Anything else? That's all I have there. Okay, so 1 Chronicles chapter 15, verses 1 through 24. Oh, Amy, would you mind reading verses 1 and 2, please? Sure. David now built several buildings for himself in the city of David. He also prepared a place for the ark of God and set up a special tent for it. Then he commanded, No one except the Levites may carry the ark of God. The Lord has chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord and to serve him forever. I just love that everything's starting to come together. Yeah. You know, they're they're beginning the process of you know, getting supplies for the temple, so it's it's just starting to come together. Yeah, it's just it's just starting. Yeah, some beautiful things. Um, the Levites summon, were summoned to retrieve the ark. Oh, excuse me. The Levites summoned to retrieve the ark are listed 
in, in these verses, and they carried the ark the way the Lord instructed. So everything was done properly. Yes. Here. Anything for uh, for these verses? Um, didn't they have music too? Yes, yes. Okay, like symbols and stuff. Yes. I thought, yeah. Okay. All right. I have a couple here. They could. They did everything proper. This the proper time. way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, when David's first attempt to move the ark failed, he learned an important lesson. When God gives specific instructions, it is wise to follow them precisely. This time David saw to it that he, that the Levites carried the ark. We may not fully understand the reason behind God's instruction, but we know that this wisdom is complete and his judgment is infallible. The way to know God's instruction is to know his word. But just as children do not understand the reasons for all their parents' instructions until they are older, we may not understand all of God's reasons in this life. It is far better to obey God first and then discover the reasons. We are never free to disobey God just because we don't understand. And then the great musical procession was designed as a worthy accompaniment to this great occasion. It has heightened the excitement. It heightened the excitement, elevated the people's hearts and minds, and focused their attention on the event. It also helps seal it in their memory for years to come. Beginning any task by praising God can inspire us to give Him our best. Develop the practice of giving praise to our God, and you will experience a greater joy and strength to face anything. That's great. Yes. Anything else? That's it. Okay, so 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 12 through 16. And verse 15 says, So David and all the people of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy and the blowing of ram's horns. Wow. So it's a joyous event right now. Yes. But Michael, one of David's wives, if you remember her, yes. was watching as they entered the city of David, and she was filled with, quote-unquote, she was filled with contempt, watching her husband, the king, leap and dance before the Lord. She wasn't happy. No. Not at all. I wanted to read something. We yes. know how we have those inserts in yes. our Bible. Now, I know it's a couple pages later, but I thought this was a good place to kind of talk about it. It talks about her. She could not share David's joyful worship of God, so she hated it. As a result, she never bore David any children. Beyond feeling sorry for her, we need to see Michael as a person mirroring our own tendencies. How quickly and easily we become bitter with life's unexpected turns. But bitterness cannot remove or change the bad things that have happened. Often bitterness only makes a bad situation worse. On the other hand, a willingness to respond to God gives him the opportunity to bring good out of the difficult situations. That willingness has two parts, asking God for his guidance and looking for that guidance in his word. Oh. Bitterness can cripple you. Oh, yeah. Yes, it can. And if you pray for the, the person you're bitter against, you will it, it'll be a gift to you not to have it anymore. Yeah. Anger, bitterness, jealousy, uh -huh. all of it can eat you from the inside. Oh, yeah. I agree with you 100%. That was very good. Yeah. And you can get through it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it may be something you've been living with for years, decades. 
but just start praying on it. Yeah. Just start praying. The first one's hard. Yeah. It may be real short. Oh, all righty. Um, any notes for there? Yes, David was willing to look foolish in the eyes of some people in order to express his thankfulness to God fully and honestly. In contrast, Michael was so disgusted by his undignified actions that she could not rejoice in the ark's return to Jerusalem. Michael could accept David as a military conqueror and as a king, but she could not accept his free and spontaneous expression of praise to God. Some devoted people may look foolish to us in their heartfelt expressions of worship, but we must accept them. In the same way, we should not be afraid to worship God with whatever expression seems appropriate. No. Oh, anything else? I'm sorry. No, that's it there. The parallel verse is 1 Chronicles chapter 15, verses 25 through 29. I found it to be essentially the same. Yeah, I did too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about there? No, I just read the note on that. There it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. No, there that's, go. that's all right. So 2 Samuel chap, uh, chapter 6, verses 17 through 19a. Um, I just thought we could read the whole the whole all those verses it's okay. it's only a couple do you want to read it or it i it's, don't care uh, no go ahead if you want they brought the ark of the lord and set it in its place inside the special tent david had prepared for it and david sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings to the lord when he had finished his sacrifices david blessed the people in the name of the lord of heaven's armies then he gave to every Israelite man and woman in the crowd a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins. Wow. I just thought that was beautiful. Yes. It's finally back, and they're celebrating, and there's oh. music, and they're dancing, and, and they're having food. Yeah. There you go. It was an important time for the Israelites because it, it was gone for 20 years. Absolutely. So now the ark is back. Yeah. I love that. I wonder what a cake of dates and a cake of raisins. Do you think it's like a measurement? Like it was all dates and it's like a pressed? I For some reason, I see it. I picture it being like a fruit cake. Yeah. Like that size. Okay. Maybe. But yeah. I don't. What do you think? I just wonder like a cake of dates and a cake of raisins. I wonder if it's like shaped like a cake and it, that's how they formed all the dates oh. and raisins because he gave bread. Yeah. And I bet they ate that. I don't know. Well, that's a good point too. I'm not oh, sure. Who knows? It sounds good. Yeah, it does. Okay. Anything else for there? Um, only a priest could place the sacrifices on the altar. Leviticus 1 Verses 2 through 13 indicates that anyone who was ceremonially clean could assist a priest in offering the sacrifice. So David probably offered these sacrifices to God with the aid of a priest. Solomon did the same. So, See, how could we have gotten that out of there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's why the notes are so great. Yes. The parallel verse is 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 1 through 6. And it does add something. Um, it lists which Levites David appointed to lead the people in worship before the Ark of the Lord. Yeah. Did you notice anything else in there? No, that's. I felt the same way. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about there? No. Okay. 
Next is 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 7 through 36. And this is beautiful. It's David's song of praise. Oh. He, he, gave a song, he gave the Levites a song of thanksgiving to the Lord. Were there any verses in there that stood out to you? Um, here it is. It's verse 12. Remember the wonders he has performed, his miracles and the rulings he has given. Your children of his, you children of his servant Israel, you descendants of Jacob, his chosen ones. It's beautiful. I just love that. Yeah. One of the ones I highlighted was verse 34. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Wow. Yeah. You could almost pull out any. Yes. Any of those verses. They're so beautiful. They really. Yeah, they are. Any anything else or any notes? I have um, four elements of true thanksgiving are found in this song. First, remembering what God has done. Two, telling others about it. Three, showing God's glory to others. And four, offering gifts of self, time, and resources. If you are truly thankful, your life will show it. So 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 37 through 42, uh, gives us the list of the Levites who served before the Ark of the Lord. Um, that was really it. Did you have any <clears throat> anything for there? Um, David brought the Ark to Jerusalem, although the tabernacle was still at Gibeon. His plan was to reunite the tabernacle and Ark in a new temple at Jerusalem. That would then become Israel's only worship center. The temple, however, was not built until Solomon's time. In the meantime, Israel had to worship, had worship centers at two high, and two high priests, one at Gibeon and one at Jerusalem. So it's getting there. It is. It's yeah. all starting to form and, and take shape. Yes, it is. And moving on to Second Samuel, uh, chapter six, verses nineteen b through twenty three. Uh, Michael met David outside in disgust as he came home to bless his family. She did not appreciate him, quote-unquote, exposing himself, yet David explained he was, quote-unquote, dancing before the Lord. When they say exposing himself, they don't mean like how we would take it. Meaning he's such a military person and he, that was exposing his soft side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just a side of him that she didn't appreciate. No. Mm. She probably thought he was a weak man. Plus, she's not, she's not of him. She's, uh, you know what I mean? She's not, she doesn't worship God. Yes. Yeah. So she's a little idol worshiper. (laughs) She's Saul's daughter. Yeah. We have to remember that. Yes, we do. Anything for for those verses? Michael was David's first wife, but here she is called daughter of Saul, possibly to show how similar her attitude was to her father's. Her contempt for David probably did not start with David's grand entrance into the city. Perhaps she thought it was undignified to be so concerned with public worship at a time when it was so unimportant to in the kingdom or maybe she thought it was not fitting for a king to display such emotion she may have resented david's taking her from palti 
Whatever the reason, this contempt she felt toward her husband escalated into a difficult confrontation, and Michael ended up childless, childless for life. Feelings of bitterness and resentment that go unchecked will destroy a relationship. Deal with your feelings before they escalate into open warfare. That is interesting that, that they described her as the daughter of Saul. Yeah. 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 That's a little hint. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? When it says um, deal with your feelings before they escalate into open warfare, it could even be warfare in your mind. Oh. Don't you think? Gosh, yes. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, because, you know, bitterness and not forgiving, even though they've done you wrong, we're called to do that. And really, it's a gift from God for yourself mm -hmm. it's not for the other person mm -hmm. if if you have been in a situation where mentally physically whatever abuse or whatever whatever it is you don't have to go talk to that person anymore mm -hmm. but you need to forgive yeah so all right no i mean you have me thinking about that isn't that it's it's almost it's one of the worst kinds is that mental warfare yeah because just thoughts sometimes those thoughts don't end no and you know god's going to give you someone probably that has been through something similar because mm -hmm. our trials usually aren't for ourselves it's mm -hmm. for someone to see like me and you mm -hmm. he gave us each other and we had a similar upbringing and what a, god what a blessing he's done for you and i yes you know so just hang in there yeah you're on point. You're always oh, on point, but no, today you're extra on point. I'm really not. <laughs> so moving to the parallel verse in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 43. And that says, Then all the people returned to their homes, and David turned and went home to bless his own family. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So it doesn't include anything about Michael. No. Then he walked to that door, and there's Michael. What have you done? Oh, she was outside. Oh, that's right. She was outside waiting. What do you think you're doing? Yeah. I might have turned around. I'm going back to the party. Honey. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I'm going to have another raisin cake. <laughs> <laughs> they were yeah. pretty good. Yeah. There you go. Anything for there? No. Okay. Nothing. So 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 1 through 17 uh, the Lord spoke to the prophet Nathan, and he explained a few things. He had always traveled with the Israelites. So the Lord, I'm talking about the Lord. The yeah. Lord has always been with David. He will provide a secure homeland for the Israelites and rest from their enemies. And the Lord will raise up one of David's descendants to build a house or a temple for the, for the Lord. Yeah. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot of important information. Sure is. Yes, it is. And Nathan shared what the Lord told him to David. Yeah. Anything, and go ahead. What do you want to talk they're about? They're not, and and no, um, they didn't worship the prophets mm -hmm. like David. He knew he knew it wasn't coming from Nathan. Mm -hmm. It was coming from the Lord. Yeah. Whereas sometimes humans can worship another person, a oh, human yeah. being. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. We got to realize that, like, don't put any human above the Lord, because just like they said, that's who you go to. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. But they, yeah, they were able to differentiate them. Yeah, you never hear that so far. Yeah, they always knew, okay, yes, Nathan is telling me this, but it's from the Lord. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all right. I do have a note. Please, go ahead. David's request was good, but God said no. This does not mean that God rejected David. In fact, God was planning to do something even greater in David's life than allowing him the prestige of building the temple. Although God turned down David's request, he promised to continue the house of David forever. David's earthly dynasty ended four centuries later, but Jesus Christ, a direct descendant of David, was the ultimate fulfillment of his promise. Christ will reign for eternity now in his spiritual kingdom and in heaven and later on earth in the new Jerusalem. Have you prayed with good intentions only to have God say no? This might be God's way of directing you to a greater purpose in your life. Accepting God's no's requires a great, as great a faith as carrying out his yes. Mm. You know, and David, well, it's probably going to tell us why David can't. Does oh, it ahead. tell you why David doesn't? Because he had murdered. He didn't have clean hands, you know. Yes, because he was a, a general warrior yeah. and, and, and God didn't want that. No, he didn't want that. So Because yeah. he knew Solomon was coming down the line. Yeah, he knew. Anything else? No, that's all I had. Okay, so the parallel verses, 1 Chronicles chapter 17, verses 1 through 15. I found that to... Be the same? Me How about too. you? Yeah, I did. Okay. Any notes from there? Um, no. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. God did not want a warrior to build his temple, and David had shed much blood in unifying the nation. Nation, So the honor of building the temple would go to David's son, Solomon. David would pass on to Solomon a peaceful and united kingdom, ready to begin work on a beautiful temple. Okay, anything else? That's it. All right, so 2 Samuel chapter 7, verses 18 through 29. This was beautiful, too. David sat and prayed before the Lord, and then these are the verses of, of David's prayer. I, I just loved it. It was I, so heartfelt. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was wonderful. Did anything stand out to you, or did you have any notes? I have notes. It says, this section records David's prayer expressing his humble acceptance of God's promise to extend his dynasty forever. David realized that these blessings were given to him and his descendants in order that Israel might benefit from them. They would help fulfill God's greater purpose and promises that through the nation, the whole world would be blessed. God told David that Solomon would be given the honor of building the temple. David responded with deep humility, not resentment. The king who had conquered his enemies and was loved by his people said, Who am I that you have brought me this far? David recognized that God was the true king. God has done just as much for us as he plans to do even more and he plans to do even more we should humble ourselves and give glory to god saying like david oh lord there is no one like you when god chooses someone else to implement your ideas will you be respond with such humility a lot of people get upset yeah 
just like people that don't get a, a job, you go for a job and someone else gets it. That's not your path. Yeah. You gotta have it. You're gonna have a different path, and that's gonna be okay. Yeah. Getting angry and resenting that person—that's just gonna bring you down. Yeah. Or yeah. not like getting the the credit you think you deserve. Yeah. You know. The whole thing is, is we're going to be in glory on a new earth. Mm -hmm. And keep your eyes focused on that if you can. Yeah. Yeah. And then lastly is the parallel verse, which is First Chronicles chapter 17, verses 16 through 27. I didn't notice much of a difference there. How about you? No, I didn't. Okay. It was the same. Okay. And anything else to finish it out? Um, it says, David prayed by humbling himself. Praising God, recognizing God's blessings, and accepting God's decision, promises, and commands. Sometimes we are quick to make requests to God and tell Him our troubles. But these other dimensions of prayer can deepen our spiritual life. Take time to praise God, to count His blessings, and to affirm your commitment to what He has already said to you. Anything else? Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged and think you have to be perfect because there was only one perfect person. It takes a long time to get to that point. God. And for me, one thing I learned, if this helps anybody, like a child that's going to touch a hot stove, make your mind like that. If it starts to wander off, like go get that mind and bring it back, bring it back. You know, just like a baby. Yeah. Get over here. You know. <laughs> Don't go that way. So <laughs> I don't know if that helps, but it just, it's such a process. But he's refining you. Yes. Refiner's fire. My heart's one desire is to be holy. There you go. You know? Because he's always kind of clipping away and, no, okay, we got to fix this a little bit. And... Yeah. We're fine examples of that, Robin. Yeah. And we're still just in the refiner's fire yeah because i think okay well if it's in god's will like five years from now yeah you're right if it's in god's will how's you know how's god gonna kind of trim and refine you kind of right. make you more cleaned up yeah i'm sitting here making clippy, i know <laughs> clippy fingers realizing no one can see this like i look scissors. like a mental patient <laughs> clippy fingers anyway yeah, yeah. But it is. It's a process. It really is, and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. He's a loving father. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. All right. So let's give out some information. Uh, the email is basicbiblestudy19 at gmail.com, facebook.com slash mybasicbiblestudy, and the website is mybasicbiblestudy.com. I have a little request. Sure. If people are listening to this on iTunes, okay. If you are so willing to maybe leave a little rating or comment on there because oh, okay. that helps more people find the podcast. Wonderful. Okay. That would be great. If you want to. Yeah. That would be a help. Sure. Okay. So next time. Okay, here we go. 2 Samuel chapter 8 verses 1 through 18. First Chronicles chapter 18 verses 1 through 17, Psalm 60. Second Samuel chapter 9 verses 1 through 13, 
2 Samuel chapter 10 verses 1 through 19, 1 Chronicles chapter 19 verses 1 through 19, 2 Samuel chapter 11 verses 1 through 13, 1 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 1, 2 Samuel chapter 11 verses 14 through 27, 2 Samuel chapter 12 verses 1 through 12, Psalm 51, 2 Samuel chapter 12 verses 13 through 25, 2 Samuel chapter 12 verses 26 through 31, 1 Chronicles chapter 20 verses 2 and 3, 2 Samuel chapter 13 verses 1 through 39, so 1 through 22 and then 23 through 39. 2 Samuel verses 1 through 33. So it's broken up 1 through 24 and then 25 through 33. Okay. And of course, you don't have to memorize that. It's on the Facebook page. It's all listed there. So it's readily available for you to look at. There you go. And that's it, Amy. Yeah. Well, I hope they have a good, till we meet again. Yes. A good, blessed day's we meet again that's right yeah it's a loving god yes he is amen <laughs> and we will catch you next time yes thank you